fierce ladies, welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast, where we unleash our unapologetic power to share the raw truth of our journeys. Brace yourself for a dose of empowerment, education, and encouragement like never before. I'm Kristen, a relentless entrepreneur obsessed with connecting and uplifting fellow boss babes. In this podcast, we're all about getting down to business, conquering motherhood, nurturing relationships, and so much more. Get ready to dive into the nitty gritty, embrace the hustle, and unravel the secrets of success in the world of real estate. We're here to ignite your fire, equip you with the knowledge, and unleash your limitless potential. Tune in as we redefine what it means to be a true boss babe. Welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast. In this episode, we're excited to feature Laura Griffin, a seasoned Virginia real estate agent with 15 years experience, consistently achieving an annual production of 22 million. What makes Laura unique is her innovative approach to lead generation. She uses Facebook groups for moms to consistently sell over 20 million in real estate each year. Laura's journey is a testament to finding creative paths in real estate while balancing her career with motherhood, including raising a child with autism and ADHD. Discover how she transformed from traditional lead generation methods to successfully utilizing Facebook groups. Her story resonates with working moms and provides an inspiration for agents seeking unconventional but yet effective lead generation techniques. Join us for an inspiring conversation with Laura Griffin on the Moms in Real Estate podcast. Hey, Laura, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. And you guys can't see her beautiful background if you're listening on iTunes. However, you need to go to our Instagram because it's so pretty and bright and you look great. So I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you. My friend's interior designer. So she put a lot of this together. So it's not all me. You know, it's so I, I see the value in interior designers so much as I get older. Like it is such a game changer when you have one come into a room. Yeah. Yeah. And then although as a real estate agent, we tell people to like depersonalize and get rid of all their kid photos and stuff. And I'm like everywhere. I'm like, I got the kid photos everywhere, but that's OK. That's I, I like them. So yeah. you've been in real estate for quite a while. You do fantastic production and you go about it in a non-traditional way. So I'm excited to kind of like share with our audience uh, what ways you lead Jen and then also just talk about your journey along the way. So why don't we get started with why did you get into real estate? So um, in 2013, so I just hit my 10-year mark in Virginia. Um, my husband and I had moved from California to Virginia, and um, we had our first daughter about a year into it. And I'd been in real estate in California. And um, I had been a manager at a at a big bank, and I was kind of tired of it. I like It was 60 hours a week. I was the opener. I was the closer. It was six days a week, all the things. And I had Madison, and I was like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy my life. And I lasted three months Mm -hmm. and I said, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I need something else, like an outlet. Mm -hmm. So um, my broker, who's now my broker now, um, I called and I said, Hey, Eric, um, I think I want to go back into real estate. I don't know what, you know, what, in what field, but maybe as a real estate agent. He said, yeah, come on, I'll, I'll take you. I was like, okay. So I took my online courses. Madison was like three months old took her to team meetings. I was on his leads team forever. Um, and was getting online leads, um, and was fairly successful. Although I, he says I did lose him quite a bit of money cause I wasn't converting them, <laughs> <laughs> but that speed to lead was so hard because Madison was little 
And when they're crying, you can't just say, just give me a minute. You know, I have this phone call or this Zilla lead came in or whatever, you know, you Mm -hmm. have to, I had to tend to her. So I started doing a lot of open houses on the weekends, but with my husband's job, that was the only time he was really off. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, this really sucks. So I'm missing my weekends. He's going to all the mommy and me classes. So my friends Mm -hmm. were like gracious and took him to like all the mommy and me stuff. Um, And then fast forward about two years later, I had my son and I was failing at the speed delete with the leads that were coming in. I mean, you had to keep calling these people constantly and you had to pick up the phone. So if it's five o'clock at night and you're cooking dinner or nine o'clock at night, and you're putting everyone to bed, you know, you just, you had to be there and I couldn't do it. And um, I'll never forget. I took a client call in a car in my car driving around. My daughter was asleep. I finally got her to sleep and I stepped out of the car with the car doors open um, and I was, you know, just talking on the phone and I was like, I can't keep doing this. You know, it's, I, I got to figure something else out. And so uh, driving her around while on lead calls was just not working. And so, um, I started a Facebook group for moms in our area because I was a new mom had two kids. I didn't know anyone in the area. We mm-hmm. just moved about a year before having her and, um, my Facebook group, I just threw a couple of friends and I was like, I just need mom help. And it snowballed into like tons of meetups. And all of a sudden, all these people started joining. It's like, no one's going to join my group, right? Just my 10 friends and maybe a few of their little friends and, you know, it'll be fun. And so fast forward, now it's become my main lead generation source. source. So my mom's group is a community one Mm -hmm. and it's where I get all my leads. I mean, last year I did 22 million from just my mom's group. um, And I was number four in my brokerage out of a thousand agents. So you know, it's proof that even though you're a mom, you can still do it and be successful. You just have to find your own way. And I, and I was able to do that with a Facebook group. Yeah. So let's unpack all of that. It's so good. I love that you have that story. Cause I mean, I can visually see you in a parking lot with your doors open being like, screw this, this isn't the way to do it. And I know so yeah. many women get into real estate and they're told that it needs to be, it needs to look like this. And it doesn't always need to look like this. It can look so many different ways. Even you having mm-hmm. your kids at work with you. I know sometimes people are like, you can't do that. And sometimes we just got to do what we got to do at this season that we're in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it needs to be okay. And if some people are telling you you can't do that, then you need to get around people that understand that sometimes we do have to do that, you know? So yeah. let's unpack Let's unpack. Um, how was it having, you know, such a young baby with you when you were starting out in the business? I have probably the best mom friends that have now become family. And it, there was a couple of times I'm like, I got showings and my husband worked for the government, but he would um, go to work like three or four in the afternoon and he would come home in the middle of the night and kind of sleep. And so sometimes, you know, if someone wanted to see us at 10 a.m., I couldn't do it because he was sleeping. So there was a couple of them. I was like, can you just take her for just like an hour? All I need is one hour. Um, I never took her to showings, thankfully. Um, but she's gone. She went to closings and home inspections. Mm-hmm. Um, and my son, after I had him, it was like, our, I think he was like three weeks old. And I took him to a clothing. Um, so it was hard. But I had a few mom friends that I trusted because we had no family here to watch them. Um, and then another friend of mine opened up a part-time daycare because she wanted to stay on with her kids. And so we put Madison in there, I think she's six or seven months, but that saved me because I knew I had three to four hour blocks and mm-hmm. five days a week. Yeah. And I just had to cram in everything I could in that yeah. time. And it worked. I mean, it, I wasn't as successful as I could have been had she gone full-time to pre- or to daycare, but I wanted that work-life balance and I got that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And success 
can be defined in so many different ways. And so I think, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you feel this, but definitely in real estate, um, in so many different aspects of real estate, there's so many like leaderboards. Right. And so I feel like we're Mm -hmm. constantly put up against other people. And so, you know, that could have been success for you right there. You're like, I get, you know, three to four hours out of the house and I'm working and I'm building this business and then I'm with my kid. Um, but sometimes Mm -hmm. when we see like, okay, well, I'm still number, I don't know, a hundred out of however many people, it makes you feel bad. And it's like, it doesn't, it's so hard. And I actually have a woman talking at my next event and and her whole topic is whose race are you running anyways? And I love that topic because I feel like we're all racing. Yeah. I feel like we're all just like racing each other. It's hard. Yeah. And you know, um, when I won the award this year, um, a couple of people stopped me and yeah, I feel like we're in like, like swimming lanes, right. And we're just constantly like, where are we pacing and pacing everybody else? And and she said, you know, I was so proud of you. And I said, I had a really hard year. Yes, mm-hmm. I was successful, but like a lot of stuff happened and no one sees that little pieces of it. Right. Y'all just yes. see this. Oh, you know, it was fantastic. And I said, you know, this was, this was my season. It was my time. I, for years, I've like wanted to get to this level and I have, mm-hmm. and now it's your turn. Like it's mm-hmm. not, I don't think we can always be that there's different, like you're saying different seasons in life. And when my kids were little, I couldn't be that person and it was okay. And I think yeah. we forget that, that yeah. what your success level is may not be a hundred transactions a year. It may not be, you know, $5 million a year. It's, you need to figure out what is your um, vision of success. And it's okay if you're not the hundred million dollar a year agent, it's fine. And just be success or be happy with where the level of success that you are at for your season of life. Yeah. So what I really like about you too, is you are not a transaction transaction chaser. Sorry, I can't talk. And what I mean by that is like, you think bigger than just where's my next transaction coming from. I can see just like researching you, you're thinking about further outside of that. Right. So you actually Mm -hmm. are so good. You've created this Facebook group that happened to be something that you needed. You created it, which is one of my favorite things. It's like, if there's a need and you need it, somebody else needs it, right? It grows into this Mm -hmm. amazing lead source from you, but it actually feeds your soul as well, right? I'm sure like you've had so many great connections in the community in there. Um, You've built this successful business from it. And now you're like, I know other people want to do this same thing. So I'm going to teach them. And you created a course, correct? I did. It's called groups to leads. Um, so often people were like, well, how did you start it? Or I want to start a group, but no one's going to join or what do I post or how do you even start a group and how do you set it up? Um, and so I was getting a lot of calls. <laughs> so instead of walking everyone through it every day, I was like, I'm just going to create a course. Yeah. Um, it's called groups to leads. It's groupsleads.com. And it shows you how to take a group, set it all up, start it, grow it, how to extract leads from it. And how to nurture people. Cause it's also part, there's a nurture piece to it that, yeah. um, I think so often people forget that, but the best part about starting a Facebook group is it's free. Yeah. So you're not paying that monthly subscription for those online leads, which gets expensive. Yeah. Um, you're not spending every Sunday doing open houses and you can really build that sense of community where you become like my kids hate it. We'll go to target and people will recognize me. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you know, she's <laughs> talking to these people again and they're like, I'm in your mom's group. And you know, they act like they know me. Yeah. So you become a, like a local celebrity. Yeah. And if you can just build that local celebrity and give back to your community in the form of a Facebook group, it will feed your business. And it's, um, it's, I think it's one piece of lead generation that we forget about. Um, or we don't yeah. teach that often to our new agents. Yeah. I tell you what I have, I mean, I have a moms in real estate Facebook group, right. And it's, it is hard mm-hmm. work ladies. Like 
you have got to show up on that thing every single day. But it is it is something that's so nice because if you do have little kids at home, like you can do so much activities from your computer at your house, you know, versus door knocking versus cold calling while your kids are screaming or whatever it is. I did is such a great lead source. I've watched a lot of um, local realtors here in Arizona who've been very successful with Facebook groups as well. Um, I think that that's fantastic that you created a course around it. Um, and I think that if somebody was like, if you were to say like my favorite piece of advice within my course is like, what would that be? Just start the Facebook group. I know a lot Uh of people thinking about it and, um, know that it looks like I spend hours in my group a day or even in a week. But a lot of it's all in the systems. So really set up the group, come up with a content calendar. Facebook will schedule everything out for you. Or there's like different services they'll do too. But just be present and continually pour in. Pour in with guides, pour in with content, pour in Mm -hmm. with different different things, videos and things. And if you do that um, and you get off the fence of thinking of starting it, it will feed you. In fact, I took um, three months off last year. In the summer, and I took a month off this year in the summer. Um, and my business is still going. Love it. But it's going because the Facebook group is going and that's lead genning. And I'm not on the phone all day or door yeah. knocking or doing open houses. So yeah, systems are huge. Automation is huge. Do you take people off of Facebook and into your email marketing system, whatever you use? I do. So I capture their emails when they join the group. Yes. And they get a weekly um email that's like a nurture system and mm-hmm. doesn't it's it, and there's a, f- a formula that I've done to it where it's not every week that hey I'm a real estate agent but mm-hmm. it's weaved in there and some people will get my they have gotten your emails for four years and I finally decided I'm selling the house do you want to sell my like sure <laughs> I'll be that's honest. the that is the best thing and I think that so I I know so many agents I recently started an email marketing meetup group because. I kept talking to people about email marketing and they're like, oh, like you mean like sending out a monthly newsletter? I'm like, no, like way more than that. I'm like, are you doing any of that? And like not even a newsletter, you know? And so I use Flowdesk. I love Flowdesk. I talk about it all the time. Do you use that? No, I use Active Campaign. I did MailChimp. Okay. At the beginning, but now I do Active Campaign. But they're all similar. Yeah. They're also similar. Yeah. Okay. So I want to back up. You said you had a hard year. Why was your year hard? Um, just, you know how just kids, husband, we had a family illness, not me, but another family member. And so I had to take time off to take care mm-hmm. of a family illness. And, um, you know how we have that guilt mm-hmm. is real estate, or even as a mom or business, you have that guilt of I'm not working on my business, you know, it's going to fail or, I need to be putting time in and my business just kept going, even though I, um, I wasn't fully in it and engaged because I was taking care of what I needed to take care of my personal life. So do, would you say that you have like the right people around you, um, in your business? Like, do you have a transaction coordinator an assistant, a buyer's agent? Who's, who's kind of your team? So, um, I'm a solo agent. Okay. So I have, um, I I have a showing assistant who will do my some of my showings for me. Um, and then I have an assistant who does some of the back end stuff, like sending out the weekly newsletter and mm-hmm. some of the social media, the things I don't enjoy as much. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as like a buyer's agent, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. And then for the transaction coordination, I am too efficient. I can do all of my stuff in like 10 minutes. So yeah. I haven't, I, I used to outsource it, but I'm like, I'm not, I don't know. The value for me wasn't there with how fast I can do things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love how, I love how you're struggling getting this out right now. Like you can see you're like, I do it. Like you, I can see. I know and I should, 
I should leverage. Don't look at me. No, <laughs> I feel like I know, that my, all my the time. I just my hired my first, like I just hired my first VA and it, it is like definitely a struggle. Like I'm like, well, I don't know if you should do that, but I'm like, yeah, you should yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Lily's like, can I take anything more from you? I was like, no. Yeah. Okay. And my business coach keeps slapping my hand. She's like, uh, you could be leveraging these other things. Like I know, but I'm a yes person. So I'm just a yes to everything. <laughs> just take yeah. care of myself. Me too. I think, I think as moms, we're like that. Um, and I'll never forget. Somebody told me when I said I'm a yes person that that meant I was a people pleaser. And I was like, oh, well that doesn't sound as good as a yes person. And it sticks with me. So now I'm trying really hard not to just be like, yes to everything, even though I want to say yes to everything. It is hard. And it's like, I was telling a friend of mine, I'm like, it's like a disease. It's like, you can't, it's just ingrained in you and you want to take on all the things, but I'm starting to learn like it's okay to give away and it, it may not be as perfect or a hundred percent how you would have done it, but if it's 90% of it, it's fine. No one's going to know. Yeah. Okay. So do you always have a coach? I did it in the last, um, year, a little over a year I've done it. I've had a coach and it's helped me. It keeps me motivated. That's good. How did you find your coach? Um, I had gone to a seminar. I'm from Sacramento, California. So I'd gone to a seminar there a few years ago. And for some reason, her podcast came up on my, I don't know why. And I was like, oh, I listened to, to Dan before. And so um, I said, are you taking on any clients? She's like, actually, I just lost one and I have opening. And so um, I started working with her. It, it's, it's good to meet weekly because it keeps my priorities in check. And yeah. it's a good sounding board to bounce. Like, is this crazy? Do you think this is the right way to do it? Or can you help me tweak things? This, you know, and she helps me tweak stuff. So it make, you know, makes it a little bit better or improves things for me, which is nice. That's so good. I love, I'm such a big advocate of having a coach um, in your life and having like those conversations. I have been working so hard over the last handful of years at, you know, just building my network full of like really strong uh, female entrepreneurs to bounce ideas off of. And um, even having like, I hired a coach for, I mean, I always have had a coach, but this one coach in particular I had for six months, I paid a lot of money for, and it was the best investment ever. And now it's so nice because mm-hmm. she's in my circle and I can just call her and bounce ideas like every so often, you know? So I just, I loved having the coach. It's someone to lift you up because some, yeah. even as a solo agent, like you feel like you're on an Island by yourself so often. And so to sometimes have that, like, I'm not on a, a solo Island. I've got a partner who will help me and she wants me to be just as successful as I do. So yeah. it's nice. coaching a hundred percent, it doesn't matter, you know, what type of coach, but it also, you know, have them help you with something in your business that you struggle with and focus on one thing for a year and let that coach help you get better at one thing. Yeah. And I believe that you have coaches for like, I like project-based coaches. So did, did your, did your coach help you launch your course? She did. And she helped me because I was like, I've been thinking about this for two years. And she's like, for two years, like, yeah, but I don't know what I'm doing. And I, you know, will anybody, you know, you know, all the the things in your head. Mm -hmm. And so she helped me with some of the tech and then bouncing some of the ideas and putting together the pieces of it because you get stuck in your head of like, I don't think I can do this, but you really can mm-hmm. need someone to kind of guide you down the right path when you get to the, get to a fork in the road. Yeah. I think that's so true. I know so many women that want to do courses and they're just in their own way. And I'm like, you just got to do it. You got to do it. And then you got to find the people that are going to help you with this stuff. You don't know how to do It's all going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think yeah, that you, you do get in your own head. You have imposter syndrome. Everybody has it. And you're like, does anybody want to actually like learn from me? 
but they do. Mm-hmm. You had so many people reaching out asking you how you did this Facebook group. So there you go. They were asking for it. Yeah, but I wasn't, I didn't think. And it was until I had that mind switch that, yeah, it people do because not everyone knows how to do it. And so, you know, there's people out there that will buy whatever, whatever you want to teach people about. Yeah. I mean, I buy stuff all the time. I'm like happy. Like if somebody, if somebody is teaching me something and at the end they have something to sell. And I was like, that was amazing. I'll give you an example. Uh, Jenna Kutcher did a email marketing class. It was an hour long webinar. And at the end of it, she pitched this product that she had and it was called the list to launch lab or something. And it was like 850 bucks. And I was like, I am so happy that she just had that to sell because otherwise I would have got off the call and like, felt like I needed that if it wasn't offered, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. and I watched on that webinar. I mean, just everybody was like, purchase, purchase, purchase. And it just was like, ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, this girl's genius. And I, I was so happy with that. So I think that we, I put myself, I think through that scenario a lot where it's like, if I was able to teach people and at the end, people are like, I want more of that. What is that more? And do I have that set up for myself? So I think it's really smart that you have that. Yeah. And a lot of it, the hard part for me was the tech. Like I wasn't sure (laughs) there's all these systems that'll house all this tech and the workbooks and all the things. And, um, she helped me put together the tech and then she helped me with a copywriter because I had written everything, but we're our own worst enemy. Like, you know, we all are self-deprecating and, oh, you know, because it makes sense. And so she had a copywriter help me kind of go through it and make it sound, just like clean it up and massage some of the work that was worth it. Her guidance and that was worth it. Every penny that I've paid because I wouldn't have gotten the tech done and the workbook would still be half done in Canva <laughs> sitting there. hundred percent. And I love that you use Canva. Like Canva's the best. Like everyone uses it, but it's like, that. how is that the best $12 I spend a month? I think like that and chat GPT is like the two I biggest know. tools I use. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So true. That, that chat GPT Flowdesk and Trello. I'm like, I feel like everything that is the most impactful in my business altogether is less than a hundred dollars a month. Oh yeah. I, yeah. It's easily less than, yeah. And it's worth it. I mean, I put anything into chat GPT and it just spits it out. I'm like, Oh, that sounds really good. Way better than when I would have wrote. <laughs> I literally will write so. something. I'll be like, can you make this more fun and better? And then it'll be like, yeah, <laughs> it just does it. I'm like, so great. So great. Um, okay. So tell us what's next for you. Um, in my, this year I'm really focusing on coming a little bit out of the transaction, you know, production mode. And I've been switching more to coaching. I had a lot of, had people buy the course. Um, but then some people wanted just a little bit more help. So I've been helping them with getting their Facebook groups up and going and coaching them on how to utilize it better as a lead generation source. So I'm really focusing on those two pieces this year as, as my goals and my goals for 2024. I love that. It's like very like strategic coaching. It's not like just what's going on in your business. It's like, let's get to work on your Facebook group. That's how yeah, I do coaching. Yeah, I do yeah. coaching like that. I call it strategy coaching. And I do like a, with people that want to be community builders. I'm like, let's like get things up and running. And then like, I don't want ongoing calls for every week with people. <laughs> I want it to be like, let's work on this and then call me when you have another project, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love that. So I have a, I have a fun question for you. Um, if you were to have a business partner and they were somebody that is famous, who would it be and why? Oh, um, you know, who I really admire in business is Oprah. 
I think, and I'm sure everyone probably would say the same thing, but I mean, how cool, I mean, she started with just like a TV anchor host or I mean, a TV anchor and then had her own talk show magazine too. I mean, and all the things that she does, I just, I'm in awe of her and I don't know how, I don't know how she has that many hours in a day, although she probably leverages people. She probably, <laughs> probably works less than us. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably up the side. No, but I, I just admire, I've always admired her. I mean, I just, she has her hand in so many different things. And like I said, I don't know how she keeps all the balls in the air. She must yeah. have a really good team with her, but I would probably just to pick her brain because there's just so much, she just produ- produces so much good content and so much yeah. stuff. I would love to just, I don't know, maybe an hour picking her brain. <laughs> yeah. Or a business partner forever. Yeah. How cool yeah. would that be? That would be, do awesome. you, that would be amazing. Do you do any collaborations with other people? I haven't yet. No. Yeah. It's that's cool. Well, if you ever do, I'm always collaborating with people. Feel free to call me. Yes. Let's do it. Let's set up a date and we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do I'll it. Yeah. Well, I have had so much fun having you on. And if somebody wants to look up, I know you mentioned your website earlier. Why don't you go ahead and say that one more time as well as your Instagram handle? So a groups to lead groups to leads.com. And I'll give you guys the link for the, for the notes. Um, and then, um, my handle on Instagram is at Laura Griffin realtor is my Instagram. Yeah. So I accidentally tagged Laura Griffin. Just that's it today. Cause I didn't like oh. your profile didn't come up. And then it's I an saw author. later, it was like <laughs> some girl, definitely not you. And I was like, dang it. I tagged the wrong one. <laughs> um, actually so funny. My name um, it, there is an author and she writes, um, like exotic books. Oh, so whenever really? you, t- <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not me. <laughs> You're all, <laughs> I would just totally run with it. I'd be like, yeah, that's my, my other side hustle. Okay. You should read my books. <laughs> I should. Cause I wouldn't find asked I was like, uh, he's like, are you related? It was like, no, we're not. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> my that's books. so good. I wish I had that. That's so good. I would mess with people all the time. I, I should, maybe I should start. Although, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're going she looks to nothing though. like me though. So that, yeah, it doesn't work that way, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thanks again for having, uh, for coming on the podcast. You've been fantastic. Thanks for having me. Bye. Hi, it's Barbara with your tax coach, and we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. Leverage is one of my favorite words to use when talking about real estate. Did you know that when you pull money out of a property, That loan is tax-free income to you, so you don't have to pay any taxes on it. For more info, follow us on Instagram at yourtaxcoach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com. Hi, it's Kim and Whitney from Real Social Agent, and we love helping real estate professionals create social media content that helps them grow their business. If you're a real estate professional looking to save time and create more effective content, we're about to make your life so much better. You're amazing at what you do, and we're here to make sure everyone else knows that. From social media coaching to custom content creation, our job is to make you shine. Follow us on Instagram at Real Social Agent or download our free Reels 101 library at the link in the show notes. Thanks, friend, for listening to the podcast. We love having you in our community. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a review or share it with a friend. Also, we'd love to connect with you on Instagram. Go follow us at Moms in Real Estate.